Wow. That is the reaction for many people who own Bitcoin, as of course the price of Bitcoin has recently plummeted. And to make sense of that bloodbath, me and Tim Pichot will be giving you all the latest breaking news. But what is happening right now is absolutely significant since just yesterday, two days in a row, Bitcoin crashed. It almost lost roughly 50% of its value. Right now, one Bitcoin is $5,468 in the making of this video and close to $93.5 billion has, has been wiped off from its value. And that was just in a 24-hour span. There's other individuals saying that crypto will go as low as a thousand dollars there's other individuals like edward snowden saying that this is a great opportunity to buy but before we get into what to do tim can you explain what happened here well thanks luke and right now we are looking at the fear and greed index and i've actually never even seen it this low we are sitting at an eight right now so an eight is indicative of absolute extreme fear extreme panic and to me uh not financial advice you know never put in more money than what you're comfortable in losing but to me that's a very good buying opportunity because it's always the best time to buy is when everyone wants to sell and so we've seen this so many times you know probably hundreds and hundreds of times of people saying that bitcoin is dead this is just another one of those times but last year i believe you know i think we're down closer to 3,000 when we're at this level. So when we're at about a 10 on the fear and greed index, that was also right around 3,000. So what we're seeing is much, much higher lows to get to these points of extreme fear and extreme capitulation. But one of the thing, one of the reasons why, uh, personally, I was on stage at the TDV Investment Summit at Anarcha Poco. February 11th, and I said on stage that I thought that during a uh, during a recession, during the start start of a financial crisis, that I would expect Bitcoin as a risk asset to go down 50, 60, 70, 80 percent. That was not met with a lot of fanfare, especially at Anarchapoco. But I am long term very bullish on Bitcoin. However, Bitcoin is a risk asset, and so being a risk asset, it attracts a lot of the a lot of people who you know might be in the penny stocks or a lot of people who are into margin or a lot of people who are in it to, just to get rich and the people who got into it back in 2016 17 15 14 they were in it because they were you know hardcore libertarians voluntarists anarchists people that wanted to change the system people that had philosophical ideals about this and then when you get people who are in it just to make a quick buck well a lot of those people got wrecked and that's what we're seeing is that all of a sudden you know people are panicking even people from you know the the bitcoin crypto uh you know anarchapoco community are texting me and saying things like hey should i go and sell my Bitcoin. And this is when Bitcoin is down was around $4,000. They're asking to sell and I'm like, well, maybe you could sell it to me if you want to. But but personally, you know, it being a risk asset, I mean, I think that is the biggest reason. And then if we also go over to the screen here, we see, uh, you know, just huge amount of selling. And so obviously, you know, anytime you get more people wanting to sell something than to buy something, then that's going to have a major, major effect. And so look at the screen here. It says the main we're on uh, decrypt.co. The main cause appears to be the crash of the traditional markets. U.S. stocks fell into bear market on Thursday as all major indexes fell a further 10%. This is obviously a knock-on effect from the sell-off we've seen in traditional markets, while even the so-called safe haven assets, assets like gold have seen their values drop, eToro analyst Simon Peters said in a daily up, update. And as governments around the world impose drastic public restrictions to halt the spread of the virus and financial authorities struggle to implement measures to, to limit the economic impact of COVID-19, investors are clearly feeling overwhelmed with the bad news, he said. And then we've got Galaxy Digital founder Mike Novogratz explained that as a result, investors have lost confidence in Bitcoin 
because Bitcoin was always a confidence game. That's all crypto is. And it appears global confidence in just about anything has evaporated. Yeah. Uh, very few insiders, uh, you know, were very optimistic. And, and many people like yourself were saying, hey, if the market crashes, this is also going to crash as well. But it wasn't really known to a lot of other people. And there also was a lot of institutional money in there. I think people forget how much money larger institutions put into Bitcoin, which a lot of people are celebrating. And I was like, well, this is directly going to tie it to the market. There's massive sell off. And right now we're seeing uh, a situation that is truly absolutely surprising and i'm happy you know you mentioned high risk asset because again er ever since we started covering bitcoin this was even before it was in the mainstream media lexicon we were telling people hey whatever you invest in this make sure you're willing to lose it because it's <laughs> it's a thing that will go up 50 percent one day and down 50 percent another day and it's always best to be cautious always best to diversify all your assets into as many different uh, baskets as you can don't put your eggs all in one basket so moving forward how do you see this kind of developing because i'm seeing this kind of coronavirus situation spiral more out of hand and out of that there's going to be more market reaction more market reaction does that signal another more significant bitcoin loss in your opinion tim you know in the short term i, I think it does luke although you know not financial advice no one has a crystal ball over here but in the long term i am very very bullish on bitcoin we're going to have another video coming out later today that gets more to the economics of what's going on in the current financial system but just to tease you guys steven mnuchin the treasury secretary yesterday came out and said that the treasury is prepared for unlimited liquidity unlimited liquidity and so when i hear the word unlimited liquidity and we're seeing how quickly things are getting out of control i mean it was just a year and a half ago that the fed was pretending that they could sell 50 billion dollars of bonds a month now it's gone from now it's gone from selling 50 billion a month to then stimulating 50 billion a day to now 500 billion dollars a day which is not which is in the repo markets we're going to talk about that later on uh and so we, when you go from we're going to sell 50 billion a month to now we're stimulating 500 billion a day on top of these other programs that equal about two trillion dollars it was always the reaction to the crisis luke that i was worried about it wasn't the actual crisis itself so in the long enough time horizon it's going to be this reaction to the crisis that i think is going to ultimately take the price of bitcoin much much higher but you should be diversified you know should be working you know i am a financial advisor i do have clients that uh, have crypto inside their iras and the main thing i really use as a gauge is that fear and greed index and so unfortunately everybody is going to come to me when bitcoin's at 15 20 000 are going to be knocking on my door but now when it's at you know extreme fear levels nobody's knocking on my door for that they're knocking on my door for some other things that we offer but yeah i i really think on a long enough time horizon i think it's going to absolutely skyrocket however in the intermediate uh to short-term span, I expect it to continue to go down. We're seeing further capitulation. We're seeing people even within our own community, not to stress this again, but even if there's people in the Anarcha Foco, you know, Liberty type community who even us are saying, and I hate using the words like us and we, but even us are panicking, uh, then what does that, you know, leave you for like the average regular person out there, Luke? Exactly. And people have to understand that they need to control their emotions. And and again, it's just happened so, so many times where you have a you know huge drop. People are like, sell, sell, sell. Huge highs. People are wanting to buy in. And again, that's, that's not a way to navigate uh, the market here. Interestingly enough, though, Edward Snowden tweeted officially, quote, this is the first time in a while I've felt like buying Bitcoin. That drop was 
too much panic and too little reason. There's very little reason happening right now. Uh, but I kind of agree with your kind of long-term assessment here, Tim, on what you've been saying. It's also interesting to see the Italian Red, uh, Red Cross launch a Bitcoin fundraiser to fight the coronavirus. So uh, again, it's still utilized in some ways. Other people are saying the price will you know, drop. Other people are saying the price will go up. The, the one thing that is certain is that there's uncertainty. And this is why, again, from the very long time I've been saying, whether it's uh, gold, silver, metals, uh, currency, cash, other foreign currency that's not backed on the dollar, uh, stocks, assets, uh, funds, all this other stuff, whatever you do, make sure you have it all spread out because at any time, at any moment in this unpredictable, crazy market that we don't know what could happen next, uh, you don't know uh, you know how to move forward. And, and I, I definitely want to heed some of the advice that you've been giving out and I think it's pretty useful. But uh, yeah, that's all I got to say on that topic. Anything else you wanna to add to Bitcoin and all the financial stuff before we get into the financial market stuff in a new video? Yeah, the last thing I just want to point out is that, you know, generally speaking, it is a good idea to diversify. But what we saw in 2008 is pretty much all asset classes all went down together. So for me personally, that there's some other ways to help hedge your bets. And so, I mean, what I was doing, I've been on video saying this for the past year and a half, is that I had a strategy where we were trying to basically, if the market were to go down, we would then make money on that through a put option. Do not get into options if you do not know what you're doing. If you're not an expert on this, do not try it because it's a good way to get wrecked. But that was pretty much the only strategy that that did work out. And what we saw this past week is pretty much all asset classes were going down, even gold, even silver. And so, you know, it is disconcerting, but I think on a long enough time horizon that, you know, you know, diversification does work. But when you're in a panic, that's when things start to all the whole system starts to break down. And I think we're nowhere near that breakdown system. I think this is only just the beginning and that's a nice teaser to leave you guys for the other video that luke and i are going to have coming up a little bit later on definitely just a beginner and it seems like almost everyone will lose something it's just about not losing <laughs> enough of just having everything in one basket so thank you so much tim i hope you guys appreciated that video if you did share it with your friends and family members and stay tuned for more on change the news channel now and it's very difficult to stay on top of it but that's why in this video I will be telling you the latest information about what is happening socially and politically while Tim Pachode will be telling you everything that's happening economically and it's very interesting to also see the Fed not updating their balance sheet but we're gonna get into that in just a little bit but first let's get into what is happening politically as of course we have politicians on the national stage coughing into podiums and microphones and then sharing it with other politicians that are t <laughs> that uh, that don't really uh, give us a lot of confidence and we'll tell you why we're not really confident in a lot of the responses that have been happening but obviously a lot of people are quarantining a lot of countries are shutting down 
The French government has just shut down cinemas, restaurants nationwide. Spain is also on lockdown. Many countries all over the world are making many significant moves to try to stop the spread of this coronavirus. The United States is expanding its travel ban, especially in Europe, now extending it to the United Kingdom and Ireland that have a very high degree of infections, even though Donald Trump said that they were fighting the coronavirus very well, which there wasn't any data for. But this is something that you really should be looking out for. And this next article is from BuzzFeed that was able to obtain documents from the Department of Health and Human Services that was given out specifically to intelligence community members for their recommendations on what they should do. And it's very interestingly, very interesting that they were given recommendations to have enough food for 12 weeks. Tim, if you can scroll down that BuzzFeed article, you can actually see some of the documents. But they're told to stockpile masks. Meanwhile, the Surgeon General tells you specifically, uh, masks don't work, don't stockpile on them. Uh, the official notices is that, you know, have a little bit of food, but don't go panic shopping. Meanwhile, they're telling their uh, government workers, intelligence community to stock up for food for at least 12 weeks three months that is a very significant time but obviously they're releasing these documents uh, because they don't want anyone else to panic but as we've been telling you it's important to prepare uh, if you do panic a lot of people will just go to the stores and not have enough for everyone so that's kind of the mentality here but now we're getting a, a point of view of how actually serious this is as the pentagon even announced that they're going to be going on a complete lockdown that are banning their officials from doing any domestic flights and of course they're also making a lot of dumb idiotic moves as Donald Trump and his administration that by the way hasn't been doing really well with the testing kits there's been a lot of disinformation about the testing there's been a lack of testing there's been just just total lies by the government about the testing of this uh, the government can't get that right but they're launching another military operation as we're speaking right now I did a full video about this in great detail on the main channel uh, we are change youtube.com forward slash we are change on the main channel but yeah there's another major military operation underway in Iraq which of course will be retaliated by Iranian forces, which will continue the spiral of just asinine American foreign policy that, that really, really uh, shouldn't be prioritized right now. But that's what the White House, the Pentagon is doing right now. There's also a huge 40,000 participant military drill called Defender Europe 2020 still planned and scheduled. Yes, the U.S. military with 17 other NATO countries are still planning a massive military exercise right on Russia's border as a way to virtual signal and saber rattle against Russia uh, so they could have their military operations together, which, again, isn't the best idea, especially with everything that's going on. Other information that we're getting is that Trump was just tested for the coronavirus. He is still waiting to get results, even though his own doctor allegedly says that he does not need one, even though there's documented report accounts of him meeting and being near infected people with the virus. So, again, uh, the situation looks like it will only get much worse from here as a woman who is 82 years of age just died in New York City from the coronavirus. And, of course, cases are jumping with many people warning that our medical system is unprepared for this larger influx. Meanwhile, China is reporting a recovery, but some Chinese whistleblowers and residents are claiming that is not true at all. What is certain? is that there's a lot of uncertainty and that this situation is still 
very hot. There's still a lot of things developing, and we will be doing our best to cover it. But just like this virus is a major issue, so are the larger economic ramifications, which many people think will be the real problem here. Tim, what are you seeing economically with the latest information that uh, you're gathering? Thanks, Luke. What we're seeing right now in the traditional markets has been a complete bloodbath. And what a lot of people are asking me right now, especially the retail everyday investors are, you know, is this over? Should we come in and buy? And for me, this is not the crisis that, you know, that I've been preparing for for the last several years. Uh, you did mention that the Federal Reserve's balance sheet was not updated. And for me, that is a gigantic deal. Every Thursday, they update this balance sheet. And what we see here is it says it was updated on the 12th. However, when you go over and take a look over here, it said it was March 4th was the last time they updated their balance and while we're on the balance sheet, you'll notice that it got up to $4.5 trillion. And we were told that this was going to get back down to zero. And what they were planning on doing, you see here, you see the balance sheet going down. So they, they started a program about uh, three years ago where they started selling assets off the balance sheet. That, cumulate, that culminated in October of 2018, where the Fed got up to $50 billion a month in asset sales. Now, I knew that that could never happen. I had a video called The Perfect Storm is Brewing in May 2018 saying that the, all these things coming together, coalescing at once, would cause the interest rates to spike, which would then pop the stock market bubble exactly what we ended up seeing. And then I knew that the Fed would then have to basically reverse course in everything they said. And what we were seeing today is the Fed went from saying we can sell $50 billion a month to then that got flipped into actually we need to stimulate $50 billion a day in the repo markets. And then that $50 billion a day, Luke, turned into, oh, actually it's now $500 billion. And so the Fed put in $500 billion on Thursday, $500 billion on Friday, another $500 billion this upcoming Monday. And then there's other programs even on top of that. And so all told, we're looking at about $2 trillion of excess liquidity, not necessarily saying excess, but additional liquidity that has been thrown into the system. Now we have the Treasury Secretary, Steven Mnuchin, who has actually come out and said yesterday during the press conference that the Fed and Treasury are working to provide unlimited liquidity unlimited liquidity so if everything is going great and we're just you know conspiracy theorists over here talking about how you know all this uh, talking about all this stuff for the past several years then why is the fed having to launch this 500 billion dollar a day program to me luke it means that everything is not going as well as what we've been told and if you take a look at what the real crisis is the real crisis is the fact that our money is debt behind me you'll see it says king's ransom that is to signify the fact that this is not our money. This is the crown's money. And the analogy that I like to use is imagine you have three people on an island and you've got a banker, you've got a, uh, let's say a baker and then a carpenter. So the carpenter wants to open up a, his own carpentry shop. So he goes to the banker to get out a hundred dollars. That's the only hundred dollars that exists on the island, but there's interest on it. So let's say it's a one year loan. So at the end of year one, let's say you owe $104, but $100 is all that exists on the island. That right there is our current financial system. When it was created December 23rd, 1913, there was 4% interest on the government debt. So the thing is, the money is debt. So it's not actual money. We have currency. The currency is backed by debt. This is an impossible situation, Luke, right from day one. And so essentially, this is high-tech economic slavery that we're living under there's always going to be and that's not that's not hyperbole that's not me exaggerating anything i was in the class that won the national competition on the federal reserve against harvard yale mit all these big wigs our saying was actually called in fed we trust and i believed in the fed and i actually the only reason i ever looked into all this stuff is because this guy told me that the federal reserve is private i didn't believe him but right now we are at we are starting to approach this end game 
where the Federal Reserve is going to use this crisis to start buying up assets. And so what I mean by assets is they're going to start coming in and buying stocks. They're going to start coming in and buying corporate bonds, at least in my opinion. And that's not even just my opinion. The Fed President, uh, Boston Fed President Rosengren came out last week and said that the Federal Reserve should start looking into buying stocks. The Bank of Japan is already buying stocks. And so absent all this manipulation, we would have seen a drastically different picture in the markets the past several years. If we go back to the uh, Federal Reserve Economic Database and look at the Fed's balance sheet, what happened over here is right around this time when you start seeing the Federal Reserve's balance sheet level off, that's when the Bank of Japan started their program. That's when the European Central Bank started their program. So what this was, it was a kind of like a hot potato where they're just throwing around okay it's your turn to stimulate oh no now it's your turn to stimulate and so they kept passing around this hot potato and now we're at the point luke where there's we're in such a calamity that you know everyone wanted to pretend that everything was going great but if it was going great why do we have to have 500 billion dollars in liquidity every single day and so this kicked off september 17th of last year when the repo rates shot up to over 10 percent overnight and that was a armageddon type moment but the fed reserve came in rescued the day and i'll say the rescue in air quotes uh, and they absolutely bailed out the big banks and this is a stealth bailout of the banks the other thing that's going on is that the federal reserve is monetizing the debt so what what happens is you've got the big mega banks like bank of america goldman sachs all those uh too big to fail banks and what they do is they end up buying uh treasuries from the uh from the, the treasury department and then when those treasuries uh settle one or two days later then what the fed does is they come in and then they buy that debt and so they buy it for a little bit more money so that right there is a secret stealth bailout of the banks and let me also remind you this excess liquidity going into the system far exceeds what was going on in 2008. The TARP bailouts was $700 billion. Uh, we also know that there was a secret program that was about $16 trillion uh, that, we were, that we were able to find out from a FOIA request. So the $700 billion was more or less just a smokescreen for the other six, secret $16 trillion. But the thing is, these central banks are crazy, Luke. They're using this as an excuse. It's not just the Fed. It's the Bank of Japan. It's the European Central Bank. It's the Bank of International Settlements. It sits above everything else, which you can go. I was on the BIS. Yeah. Org mm -hmm. website the other day and they were talking about how central bank uh digital current central bank digital currencies are something they're looking at so i'm thinking they're going to use this crisis to then get people scared of using cash we see in italy right now that with a lot of italians having to stay home that italians are actually some of the least uh uh literate people when it comes to technology i'm italian so i mean i'm not like i'm making fun of italians over here but the amount of italians in italy that knew how to use the internet was actually was pretty pathetic but now this this is getting them to use you know the internet more getting to get more comfortable going digital and so the end game is to try to have a digital currency that eventually is tied into some sort of uh, you know, social engineering, what they have in China, and then also use this control grid that they're using to put in place because of all the coronavirus fears to then, you know, eventually get us into this checkmate. And to me, that's got to be one of the biggest, you know, stories in the world. And I just hope that people aren't losing the forest for the trees when they see what's going on, Luke. Well, I, I, you know, let's be honest here. I don't see things getting better from this particular point, especially with the U.S. military launching new aggressive operations, more massive military drills, them having and distributing $1.5 trillion to Wall Street, but they can't even test people correctly. I mean, uh, one thing we have to understand here by looking at all of this, a lot of this was avoidable. A lot of other countries are dealing with this problem a lot better. We're not. 
And we have to really now take a look at Italy to see if Italy will break down. There's going to be more disruptions. With more disruptions, there's going to be more economic ramifications because of that. There's no denying it. And we're looking at a situation that's going to be unfolding for what many people say is about six months now. So um, it's not going to be good. And I think everyone's going to be at a loss. And I think it's just saving yourself, making sure you don't lose everything in one basket. That's where I'm at right now. That's all I have to say. Anything else you want to finish off on before we end this video? Yeah, Tim? the last thing I want to say is that uh, it was a big distinction. I, I, the words economy and stock market should not be used interchangeably. And so what what the powers that be want, want you to think is that those words are interchangeable. And so I would not put it past him to do whatever it takes, which is something Mario Draghi, the former president of the European Central Bank, famously said in 2014 that they were going to do whatever it takes now i've got mnuchin saying unlimited liquidity and so for me this is sort of like that jump to shark moment and we could see the fed coming in buying stocks and we could see uh, the stock market going hyperbolic again, not financial advice, but this is what happens in the late stages of this game is that they want to play this confidence game. And so people see the stock market going up. So they think everything is great, but the thing is everything isn't great. And you guys can go check out my presentation. I gave from Anna Poco just a month ago, February 11th, where I detail in great detail, PowerPoint, whole presentation on everything, a lot, well, as much as I could fit in in half an hour, what was going wrong in America, and then how people could play that from an investment standpoint. So highly recommend people check that out. But you know, to me, it's a very fluid situation. Just because we're saying things could get a lot worse, I'm not necessarily talking about the stock market. I'm talking about just for average general life in public. And I hope you guys know what's going on. I hope you guys have been prepared. And uh, we're just going to keep bringing you all the news as, uh, as we see it, Luke. Definitely stay smart, stay safe, have your head on the swivel, and, and expect everything because right now the new norm is uh, uh, just everything being unexpected. But uh, again, prepare uh, as much as you can. That's the most advice that we could give out there. We've been telling people about this since the end of January, the end of January, specifically on We Are Change. You look at our playlist. We've been pinpoint, uh, you know, documenting the coronavirus and telling you where it's most likely going to be headed. And it's been heading there plus then some. Uh, seriously, 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 stay safe out there, prepare. Thank you guys so much for watching. Stay tuned for more here on Change the News channel.